I think it's time to meet our next internet hero. Oh boy. Uh, one WDVHU9. <laughs> one Hudavu9. I feel very strongly that you've just said the activation code for some Somebody Manchurian just candidate, one of our yeah. listeners. It's a good thing that more people don't listen to this podcast. Because if so, we would have just assassinated, I don't know, the Pope. So this particular string of letters and numbers that might be someone's password to something uh, asks, Why did Don Cheadle feel the need to portray Miles Davis as a gun-wielding nut. Okay, uh, are you familiar with the specific movie that's being discussed here? I know of it. I know that Don Cheadle made a Miles Davis movie. Yeah, that's where my, my knowledge begins and ends. But we haven't seen it. No. Has that ever stopped us from talking about anything before? My entire life is predicated upon this ignorance. Being um, ignorant and then plowing ahead. Okay. I mean, I did once watch a documentary about Miles Davis, and so I have to assume that the film is just like a slice of that autobiography and i feel like it's a very little known fact that miles davis was actually uh, an assassin for hire who <laughs> built a trumpet that looked that was actually a gun so that when he hit certain notes he fired bullets <laughs> into the crowd so he would just he would like it was a perfect cover like right like i'm gonna become so popular and famous that people will pay money to come see me and oh there's my my there's my target in the audience and then <laughs> And a rocket flies out, explodes the guy, and he's like, that's jazz, baby. And then... <laughs> that was, of course, Miles Davis's catchphrase. Yeah, that's uh, jazz, baby. Renowned. Every single one of Miles Davis's albums was called It's Jazz, Baby. It makes it very confusing to buy any of his records. His discography is just like, oh, man, I hope I don't knock these all over. Oh, no, 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 which one's which? Uh, yeah, I think this is probably the movie that happened. Yeah. Uh, like, you know how if they... you're talking about the modern movie template, which is a three-act... Rising escalation and action. Obviously, you on have to page get to sixteen, a... somebody has to save a cat. Yeah. On page eighty, Blake Snyder dies of cancer, or as he calls it, the whiff of death. Yeah. And then on page one hundred and twenty, there is a post-credit scene in which uh, Miles Davis, I assume, meets up with John Coltrane and agrees to start the Justice League. <laughs> that yeah. was terrible. Nope. Um, <laughs> I assume that this is like uh, like a kind of a usual suspects kind of thing where you keep seeing all these exploding bodies. Who is bodies, Miles Davis? And then at the end you realize that Miles Davis was the rocket-propelled grenade-launching trumpeter all along. Is it perhaps not a better template for it to be like a seven where there's a detective that's investigating all these murders that happen at jazz clubs and they have no leads and then like 90 minutes in, Miles Davis walks into the police station covered in jazz and says, I think you're looking for me. I would, yeah, that would be great. I would really love that. Especially if they had a, like, what's in the box? And they opened up and <laughs> The jazz was in the box all along. Yeah. So, there's so many, I have so many questions. Like, A, Tom Cheadle probably, he didn't write the script. So, the, the decision probably came from someone else. Who was I hate like, to break it to you. Film, Miles Ahead. Co-written by Don Cheadle. Story by Don Cheadle and three other people. Oh, wow, really? Directed by Don Cheadle, starring Don Cheadle. This is the story he that he's waited his whole movie? life to tell. And he's like, there's only two things that Miles Davis loves. Guns and trumpets. I do actually remember about this probably film. probably grabbing pussy. I do remember about this film. There's a lot of controversy s swirling because Don Cheadle said something to the effect of, there's no way we were going to get this movie made in Hollywood unless we gave him, like, a white friend that white people could see through. And that's Ewan McGregor in the film. I never saw the film, so I don't know who Ewan McGregor played. Is it possible that Ewan McGregor played his trumpet? <laughs> he's just, like, <laughs> uh, sitting like a cat with his... Exactly. He, he's, he's got, got like that... a funnel coming out of his ass. That, like, 3D body paint sort of situation where 
most of it is painted black, so you're supposed to ignore that it's like a three-dimensional thing. And then he just has the shape of a trumpet point painted on so him. So as he feels the er- erotic, arousing breath of Miles Davis blowing up his own asshole, he just opens <laughs> his mouth and goes, scooby bop bop bee bop 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 I can't stop until he's done blowing. This feels so good. I just came. <laughs> and then, presumably, uh, Miles Davis would take out guns and start shooting yeah. them into the air and shouting, that's jazz, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out, it's not racist if you're only impersonating the white half of Obama. Mm-hmm. If you try to impersonate the other half, then it, it's a little dicey. But I'm going to let this one slide because it's clear. I have bad taste in science fiction. <laughs> well, that's no. I think Obama, so this is, there was a I have generic taste in science fiction. The thing is, when you're president, you can't go for the deep cuts. If Obama, like, gave this list to Wired of his favorite science fiction movies, which he did. He guest edited a, an issue of Wired again because I guess he doesn't have a lot of things to worry about these days. <laughs> Winding down. Uh, almost 420 somewhere. So what was it? It was 2001 A Space Odyssey, yeah. Star Wars, Star Trek. But what he didn't say was like, he didn't go in and be like, you know what I recommend for all Americans is the movie Primer. You are not going to understand it. It is a dense 84 minutes of your life. Uh, you will you, need several charts. <laughs> you you need to get high when you watch this one, my friends. I'm not going to lie. I've spent most of my second term attempting to understand the film Primer. <laughs> Joe Biden's been doing most of the work. <laughs> you you might be curious as to why I haven't gotten a lot accomplished this presidency. Um, I can't figure primer out. It, <laughs> my, is, it, is, it is baking my noodle something fierce, you guys. My first act as a private citizen will be to finance and star in Primer 2, in which they go in a box and then they fight dinosaurs. I, as I said previously, I didn't really understand primer. <laughs> I will confess that I did abuse my presidential powers to uh, arrest and detain Shane Carruth. Um, <laughs> he to, is, he he's in Guantanamo, and he until he explains to me this movie, he is not getting out. You guys were wondering why I haven't shut down Guantanamo yet? <laughs> yeah, there's just this one guy who's just being a real problem. That's on Shane. There are a few options here, all right? First of which is they're going to remake Space Jam. Everybody's thinking they're going to go with LeBron James or Steph Curry or something like that. Barack Obama loves the ball. What would be better than seeing Barack Obama playing himself? Because this is the thing. Original Space Jam, Michael Jordan retired, forced to come out of retirement to ball. What if Barack Obama retires from being president, forced to come out of retirement to ball against aliens? He may need him one last time. Because let's face it. So you're talking about a a third Independence Day sequel. (laughs) More or less. Uh, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, neither of them can dunk. This is all predicated on that Obama is good at basketball. Oh, Obama is very good at basketball. Is he? I mean, it might be like a dictator type thing where everybody lets Obama win in basketball. <laughs> like, they play horse with him, but because... Oh, so he, like, throws the ball behind his back. And they're like, it wow, just goes, that went in. It goes way past <laughs> over the over the net. And he, they're like, oh, it was nothing but. It was nothing but. <laughs> Swish. Like, no, Obama, Obama drives to the hole, as I think they say in the world. The Secret sporting. Service man, like, picks him up. There's, like, two Secret Service guys lifting him up under his shoulders. Slam the rock, sir. Slam the rock now. Dunks it right yeah. in. Someone takes the ball from him, the Secret Service just shoot him. <laughs> the court is just littered with dead bodies. Dead bodies, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think the one thing that we can definitely assert, based on one of Barack Obama's many nicknames, is that Barack Obama will never be in serious drama movies, because he's, of course, no drama Obama. Mm-hmm. He is only going to be in comedies. That nickname, you thought it was about his cool demeanor. It's it was actually like about... His philosophy uh, uh, in roles. The movies that he's going to take. Obama, we really need you for Sicario 2. Mm, sorry. I'm already committed to Neighbors 3. Yeah. 
Oh my god, that would actually be a great premise for I a movie. I watched the shit out of Neighbors Three with Obama. Yeah. Okay. So, so Seth Rogen and uh, Rose Byrne or whatever. Yeah. Get a new house in I don't know, like Chicago or wherever. And the, their neighbor is a retired president who their just likes to smoke a just, lot of weed. Yeah. It's, it's just Obama moves in. They have to contend with instead of a sorority problem or a fraternity problem, it's the fact that there's hundreds of Secret Service agents ruining their lives. I'm just gonna go ahead and tweet this at <laughs> Obama. Obama, and I'm also going to tag Seth Rogen. Please make this happen. He's like blasting Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z, all hours of the night, keeping people up. Like, my daughters are trying to sleep, Mr. President. I just, I just, uh, smoke this blunt with me. (laughs) I want him to have... I didn't know you liked to get wet. (laughs) Oh, are you suggesting that perhaps he just lays all of his blunts with PCV? Yeah. That would explain Joe Biden. Yeah. (laughs) Joe Biden just giving awkward massages because the president keeps slipping Molly into his coffee. Oh, God, I just like touching things. I don't does know it, why. Does, that, does anybody just really feel the love of this press conference right My now? My mouth is so dry. I know we're supposed to honor like fallen soldiers and everything, but I just, I just want to, I just want to touch and be touched right mm. now, man. Oh, they call is me it, Let's take our, Joe. Let's, let's all take our shirts off. They call me Scranton Joe because I'm gonna get. Deep in that blue collar with these hands. <laughs> you guys see that episode of, of, of Orange is the New Black where they did Molly and they all had an orgy? Let's do that. Oh my god. <laughs> like last press conference Joe Biden gives just descends into an orgy. <laughs> Would that not be the best thing ever? I think we're... we're... I ruined all your coffees. <laughs> I think we're forgetting the essential component here. Tit fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, tit-fucking Joe Biden is perhaps uh, on the radar for our upcoming film slate. Well, one can hope. Maybe but, maybe Obama makes good Hollywood decisions and Obama, uh, Biden makes bad porn decisions. <laughs> I don't know if he's just got a lot of... I don't think there's a lot of Biden breast meat there. There's a big wet <laughs> cock between my pecs. It's me, Joe Biden. He Come could, on my face. He's got to have like a little bit of that old man sag yeah, yeah, going on. There's, there's a little there's bit a lot of weight there. He's a very slender fellow. We just need to find a slim dick. You know, this is actually pretty genius because we could just do a, a straight switch, right? The reason why this works is because, okay, we accidentally bisected Tom Cruise. That's a given. It's a matter of time at this point. All the things in the world can't keep that body together mm-hmm. if he jumps off the... Wiz Khalifa or whatever that tall building is in that is a rapper, but okay. <laughs> yeah, Wiz Khalifa, the most the tall the most tall building in the world. Wiz Khalifa. Uh, Why is there a little white man on my nose? Don't jump off there. Flawless it's Wiz Khalifa. Me, Wiz Khalifa. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, known for being the tallest building in Dubai and also uh, a wizard. Yeah. That was that's like your standard wizard voice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your standard higher. wizard voice has a bit more like Ice King. Yeah. Give give me a bit bit of wizard. I'm doing a wizard voice now. That's perfect. Yeah. If you need a wizard for children's parties, uh, Chris. One eight hundred wizard party. voices. <laughs> Hire me to terrify your children. <laughs> Do you love your son but want to give him their worst birthday ever? <laughs> Call 1-800-WIZARD-VOICES. It's me. You know, that's like a really great next step for parties, right? Because kids have to love like Game of Thrones and all that fantasy oh, shit. Oh, the, the Ice King's here. Daddy, I don't like him at all. I don't like the Ice King at all. I just peed myself a little bit. <laughs> well, no, Sit on my lap. 
What's brilliant is there's like, instead of making like balloon animals, you could convince them, for example, that you turned uh, their mom into a chicken, right? If it's like a three to five year old, you could just roll out a chicken, like loosely. That's your new mom. Loosely wearing Give articles her a hug. of the mother's clothing. <laughs> it pecked out my eye. You have insurance. Here's your balloon sword. It looks like a penis and balls. That's all I know how to make. Make sure you tickle the bottom haft. <laughs> Wait, is this your penis? No, it's a, okay, it's a balloon. I'm not like getting children to touch me. Because I was going to say, it's... There's it's, a line I won't cross. It's probably a bad idea yeah. to market that you're going to molest children. What's? Let's play What's Up My Robes. It's me, the Wizard King. I mean, I mean to be fair, is it a bad idea? Because think about it this way. What do, what do we what have we learned from the 2016 election? People just want like honesty, right? Bernie Sanders just leveled with the country. Everybody respected that. Donald Trump in his own weird way leveled with the country. Maybe like birthday party entertainers should just be like, you know what? Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do at your kid's party. I might show up drunk. <laughs> I might try to get them to tickle me where my bathing suit covers. Look, Who here's knows? what I can promise you, parent. At the end of this birthday, anything you do is going to seem great by comparison to what I have done. You can give this kid the worst present in the world, but it will never be as terrible as the memories that will probably derail their life. I gotta be honest with you, it's gonna get rough. <laughs> you wanna guarantee that every subsequent day in your child's fifth year is gonna be better than the first one? I can promise you it is only up from here. <laughs> Let's get the worst out of the way. And is then this the rest your birthday cake, little Johnny? Smooth I'm gonna dookie on it. <laughs> Uh, I can also promise you I am the cheapest option. So yeah. you got to really balance here. Do you want your child to be emotionally scarred or do you want to save $20 an hour? Because I will do it for less than minimum wage. I got I to gotta be honest with you, wizard. I thought I, when, I, when I ordered you, it said Dr. Strange. D-R period. It's very different than D-O-C-T-O-R-R. -R. <laughs> so what do you mean? Like, I'm just literally strange. And you have a PhD, to be clear. Yes. You do not have a medical doctorate. Uh it smells like BM. <laughs> I mean, you could you could have quite easily, I think, one of those like fake doctorates where you just pay a bunch of people online to get a degree in. Where like... did you get your PhD from? The University of Phoenix. <laughs> oh boy, I have made a terrible decision. I have a doctorate in homeopathic medicine. <laughs> and out you go. Grimali asks, am I the one that thinks they're trying to make Zac Efron and it isn't working? <laughs> I love it. It's so good. So good. Uh, so clearly, I think what they're, they're trying to ask, maybe with some language barrier here, is are they the only one that thinks that they're trying to make Zac Efron a thing yeah. and it isn't working? But per the bylaws of Internet Heroes, we cannot guess we, we what can only ask, We can only answer we the can question answer the asked. question as given. So, uh, this are, they, are they trying to make Zac Efron and it's not working? This does explain why every new Zac Efron movie, he's, like, slightly in better shape and, like, more chiseled and more physique and a little bit more nuanced in his acting. So, let's trace the origins of this project back, okay? So what do his, we think? He's High School Musical. That's his thing, right? Yeah, High School Musical, I was going to say, is the first time that he ever emerged from the tubes the factory what do you think is going on here is this an organic or a mechanical no i assume it's, it's it's like uh it's a lot like uh, ghost in the shell like his body floats up through that white goop clearly has to be high school musical was the first time they saw success well disney needed like the most hyper marketable white singer 
that appeal to both men and women alike, right? Across Quite possibly. Both sexual spectrums. See, I think, okay, so there's two things we need to know here. One, what was the objective of the Efron Project? And then two, how do we account for the fact that prior to High School Musical, he does have a handful of credits? I think we have to imagine that the first time that Project Efron was fully functional was High School Musical. And if you go back and you watch those earlier movies, you'll see like jerky, twitchy head yeah, movements yeah, yeah. as he uh, screams into existence. You know the scene in Dogma where Jay Muse is sleeping because he's too strung out on drugs? And for whatever reason, the director and editor of that decided, I'm going to keep that shot. So there's a <laughs> shot of him like awake and then they cut away and they cut back and he's just like puppet down yeah there's probably shots of that in his pre-high school musical works where like they just couldn't like, oh, edit no, that out <laughs> I, 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 I can't get him booted back up i can't get it started he's blue screened something bad just just keep going it's a quick shot no one will notice no one will see so clearly at some point they uh they had to to send him out on auditions and then this is when disney became involved in the project is they were like oh my god this is perfect this is exactly what we were looking for we're going to invest in your project to create america's perfect man Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah, he does have like a looking. I'm, I'm just Google image searching Zac Efron High School Musical. He had like that perfect, weird senior in high school like hair, right? Like that. I could I could be a jock or I could be emo. Yeah, like he. I could, could be a lesbian. Depending on what outfit you put on this kid, like he could swing it. Yeah, if you cover up the bottom half of his face and you just look at his eyes and the hair. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, this could complete into Ellen DeGeneres. Diet blonde, complete. diet black. Uh, he could be the high school quarterback. Yeah. He could be the captain of the basketball team, which I think he was in High School Musical. It's weird because he's got incredibly effeminate facial features, but his like jawline is very masculine. But his well, eyes, nose, and lips are all This like, is, I, I, I think, as we recount the history of this project, that is the fatal flaw is his androgynousness yeah because that played really well in like the 2006 2007 era where it seemed for a brief moment that all of our male actors are going to start resembling jrpg characters that was probably around the same time that um tumblr and gender fluidity started uh, i mean that's really when that's when we, we were first gifted the beebs right yeah from canada that yeah no there right. was definitely there was a there was a an awakening you could say <laughs> have you felt it yes <laughs> Uh, Lars Senteca, mm-hmm. is that his name? I don't know. Uh, okay, so they had the perfect man for the moment. The problem is, clearly, after High School Musical 1 and 2, all that faltered. Pretty much nothing until he came back in 2014. So this is when With they smash thought... smash hit Neighbors, a film that's okay. This is when they thought, oh no, Project Efron is doomed, but we've invested too much money in this for it to fail. What do we do? The answer is head transplant onto a new body that is impossibly masculine to override everything you think you know about him looking at that. Yes. Certainly they're like, well, how can we reboot it? All right, cut all the hair off. You know what? Just make his body impossible. Make his body impossibly, impossibly just fucking buff. So full head transplant. They grew a body in a tube. Presumably what happened is they were uh, thinking who's going to be on the lot today. And they uh, got some DNA from The Rock. Yeah, no, I think that they they were trying to make backup bodies for The Rock. And it's like, it's, we can't make the muscles this bigger than this. This too small. It's a little too small, but it's so ripped. What yeah. do we do with it? And they're like, you know, I got something. We'll buy that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I imagine there's, like, uh, it's like a, a hero situation where there's, like, a relatively normal-looking man who's masterminding this project. And nobody knows what his real name is. Oh, right? just a really generic-looking white really dad. Really generic-looking white dad <laughs> yeah. that's that's uh, masterminding this whole thing. Usually and then, notably. 
And then at the end, there'll be some big reveal about his secret identity. Like, I don't know, maybe that his name is like uh, Himmler and he's descended from Nazis. And this whole project is about bringing Hitler back to life. I like Colin Farrell. Do you like Colin Farrell? Uh, he kind of gets on my nerves. I haven't seen okay. the sex tape. That's news to me. He has a sex tape. Totally. Oh, boy, I got to watch that. Colin Farrell sex tape. This makes good radio. Oh, yeah. It's it's around there. Okay, cool. That's my evening. But he got a big wiener. No, no, no. no. Let's wrap this podcast up. I got stuff to do. I think he's with a black woman? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. That's I know. That's that's all you care about. Uh, uh, podcast canceled. Chris is going home. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. This was your... This is episode the problem is that he looks like Heroes. He looks like Bullseye. Oh, he's all shaved head. He has a shaved head. That sucks. And he has the bullseye in his head. Just kidding. So, wait. I, let's just, I just want uh, Acting abilities. Uh, that's the fucking question, isn't it? Um, Why was that such an Irish phrasing? Because <laughs> I'm Irish. That's um, the fucking question, isn't it? Fucking question, isn't it? <laughs> They're after me lucky charms. You like dags. Do you think... That if they did a gritty reboot of, or not a gritty reboot, a gritty adaptation of Lucky Charms as a feature film, as, with, sorry, as, Colin Farrell, where he's just a murderer. Well, no, it's like uh, it's, it would be like Taken, Heart right? Stars and rainbows, <laughs> horses and balloons. No, it'd be like it would be like Taken, but uh, somebody killed his wife and took his Lucky Charms, and they had uh, however many Heart Stars, rainbows, clovers, and balloons. Wait, Heart Stars, horseshoes. Clovers, Blue Moons, Pots... Seven. They took all seven of his Lucky Charms. Although they did introduce, like, an eighth, I think. I think we might Is there a new one now? We're behind the times. We might be up to eight. Tony the Tiger is gay now. Like, we can't keep up with all these... No, I just made that up. Oh, that got me so excited. That got me so happy. (laughs) I'm great at having sex with male tigers. Oh, my God. That would make my life. Like, the... The, in the wake of a fucking Trump presidency, <laughs> if we can Tony. make Tony the Tiger gay, guys, it's a win. We can get, we can, we can fix twenty seventeen. Hashtag make Tony gay. We're starting this. We're sparking this up. If you're, if so, help me God. If you listen to this podcast and you don't tweet at me with the hashtag make Tony gay, <laughs> I will feel personally betrayed. Hashtag make Tony gay. Make, make Tony gay. This is like, and I'm but, just, but like, no, no, I'm dead to be fucking clear, serious. To be clear, I want a, I want a gay as fuck. Tony the Tiger. Okay, to be clear... And that's not to laugh at him or make fun of him. Yeah, no, to I be clear, want this we in don't, my life. We don't it's want important him to be for like... kids to have a role model who's a tiger and makes them eat breakfast and likes to fuck men. To be clear, we don't want him to be, like, a feat. We don't want anything to change he's, about the no, character. No, he's 100% the same guy. He's just, like... He just happens to be gay. When he goes home, he has a nice... Frosted Flakes are part of a complete breakfast, and I've adopted a child yeah, with my husband. Yeah, like... <laughs> Don't make him a stereotype. Just make him make him a hero. Make him my hero. Make Tony the Tiger my hero. Hashtag make Tony gay. Make Tony gay. Hashtag make Tony gay. I want to see. I get please. Not a joke. If I don't see some fucking make Tony gay hashtag, I quit this podcast. <laughs> there will not be an episode twenty nine. Uh, all right. So I guess our conclusion on whether or not Colin Farrell is a good actor is that Tony the Tiger should totally yeah. be queer. Yes. And played by Colin Farrell. It's the role he was born no, for. No, no, no. Colin Farrell will be in the, oh, he's the expanded serial universe. He'll be the Lucky Charms. Oh, I was hoping he'd be the... Oh, maybe he's dating the Lucky Charms magician. <laughs> Are those even the same brand? Uh, GM. Hold on. GM makes cars. Chris. Oh, shit. Lucky Charms and what's then the, Frosted What's the Lucky Flakes. Charms fucking wizard's name, man? Come on. Help Lucky me. Charms wizard? That, that's not his name, though. He's, <laughs> no, he's, he's Lucky like... the Leprechaun, but you called him a wizard. Oh, he's not a... He's got magic. 
General Mills and Kellogg. So there, there would actually be a, a by brand relationship if they were together. It's even more tacit then. It would be interbrandal. 